and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? This is Christian Talk Radio here to challenge the status quo. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to see a change, if you want a spiritual revolution, if you need a spiritual renewal, stay with us. We are here to inspire, to inform, and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer, sponsor this program, follow us on Twitter, or even like us on Facebook. We can be found at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Hey, LJ Renee, it has been a very long day, but thanks be unto God. This is this is a pre-Friday, I think is what I, they told me before. So I'm stuck on that. I'm still stuck <laughs> on that. But can we read the verses and just get right to it? Okay, listen, I'm going to read Acts 27. I'm going to start at the 23rd verse. And this is in the Passion Translation. Um, it says, for God's angels visit me last night. This is Paul, uh, the angel of my God and the God I passionately serve. He came and stood in front of me and said, don't be afraid, Paul. You are destined to stand trial before Caesar. And because of God's favor on you, he has given you the lives of everyone who is, who is sailing with you. So men, keep up your courage. I know that God will protect you just as he told me he would, but we must run aground on some island to be saved. On the 14th night of being tossed about there and dragging a sea, about Adriatic midnight, sea. Adriatic Sea, about midnight, the sailors, since we were approaching land, so they took soundings and discovered that the water was about 120 feet deep. After the sailing a short distance, they again took soundings and found it was only 90 feet deep. Fearing we would be dashed against a rocky coast, they dropped four anchors from the stern and waited for morning to come. Amen. Dear God, we just thank you for your word. We thank you, God, for the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. And we thank you today that these words that we speak, they will be like water to those who are thirsty and, and bread to those who are hungry. May they minister first to us as we minister them to others. In the blessed name of Jesus Christ, amen. You know, as I was riding home uh, this evening, I was feeling a little, uh, a little overwhelmed in all honesty. It felt like that when things go uh, right in some aspect and area of your life, that things seem to go wrong in four other areas, at least in my life, that things are going right and like, yay. And then uh, you, not even the night gets through and then four other things are going wrong. It's kind of like when, you know, you, you find out that, hey, they gave you uh 
extra money because they forgot to pay you for something or they reimbursed you because they overcharged you for something. And just when you thought you had 15 more dollars, <laughs> something broke that cost $42. And you're like, good Lord, can you catch a break, yeah. a real break from A to Z, like nothing interrupted. Can I just have a good day, a mighty good day from, from beginning to end? And so as I was, as I was thinking about that, I, and I am very, very careful not to get into or at least I try my best not to get into uh, depressive thoughts or or anything like that. But I was feeling like, man, if it's not a detour, it's a delay. And I thought it would be nice to do a program because I know I cannot be the only person who feels this way from time to time, but it would be nice to do a program titled Detours, Delays, and Difficulties. And we are not, this is not us having a woe is me conversation, but we're going to flip this script on the devil. And we're going to talk about how God takes those detours and God uses those delays and God purposes those difficulties that it might bring us to a place where he would have us to be in Christ Jesus. Mm. Yeah. Now, now the first one is called the detours and that, you know, of course, all of them, the detours, the delays and difficulties we you know we don't we don't really understand in our situation why they happen like you said at one point it seemed like everything is going well and then the next thing you know there's something else that goes bad and oftentimes we look at the bad more than we look that we look at the good absolutely but if, but if we always think about and you know like you said you confess you're guilty of that i i know i'm guilty of it um, but just keeping our focus upon him. But there's with, with God, there's always a reason for his detour, delays, and difficulties. Remember the time we did a program called Pivot? Pivot, and absolutely. Remember that? And and so a lot of times, you know, God has the same plan, but there's some situation that happened that you have to pivot. And sometimes you don't understand why, but God always has a way of bringing you back around to that to that path that journey where you were headed to because everything is with purpose with God he sees the things that we're going to encounter and he knows within ourselves how we're going to respond to it and so whether it's to make us stronger uh, or whatever the purpose is God has a purpose in each and every one of them and sometimes even when you were talking Twyla you were talking about that you know you're doing well but then the next thing you know something else come it what, what really popped up in my mind is when uh the scripture says think it's not strange mm. <laughs> and i have confessed many times over that scripture that i still think it's strange almost all the time <laughs> I, I know I, that the word and so that's when the word has to come back and speak and minister to me because I am like, why is this happening? How come, Lord? And in thinking, not strange. It's it's gonna happen. It's supposed to happen. It's designed that way. But you know what they what they used to say, L.J. Renee. If it's not one thing, it's another. When yeah. it rains, it pours, and that's what you just feel like sometimes. But you know what? That's why he told us that this walk with Christ is not about your feelings. It's about your faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. Another I, way to say that is we walk by what he said and not by what we, by see, what we see, what That's we right. feel or what we think. So you did, know, you, 
is, is the difficulty, is the detour, is the delay what you feel? Is it what you um, are seeing or is it what God has said? And so you got to take it in stride at, and take him at his word. But you used a word that I do want to make sure we clarify. You use you reference when we did a program called pivot. And I just want to remind people when you pivot, it's, it's something that, and you will know, this is something that you do, or at least you try strategically to do when you play basketball, you try to pivot, you try to basically it's, it's taking, it's that point at which that center point at which something balances or turns is the def, is the official definition. So it's when, when, when we talk about pivoting, it's being in, in one position, moving in one direction, and then all of a sudden, being able to turn and switch directions. And mm -hmm. that is what God would have us to do because we are moving what it seems like in one direction. Seems like you headed sometimes towards uh, towards places that are not good to be. And so sometimes the detour, if, if, it's, if your steps are ordered by the Lord and you're walking in those ordered steps all the time, I should say, not sometime, all the time, the detour is ordered by God. And it has a, as you said, a purpose. And I was thinking of the uh, scriptures in John, I believe chapter four, and it's most of the whole chapter when Jesus says, I have to go through Samaria. He said, I'm mm. so they were he and his disciples were on a journey and they're on their way from point A to point B. And he said, but, but, but before we do, or as we go, better way to say it, I got to go through Samaria. They, he didn't have to go through Samaria to get to where he was going. He had to go through Samaria because there was a purpose for him to be there, a person for him to minister to a life for him to change. And mm -hmm. so- uh, he said, I got to make a detour through Samaria. And, and you know, even with the, with the disciples, you know, they even told him, we don't even associate with the Samaritans. And, and, and there's a quicker way to get where we, you know, where we're yeah, supposed to Why are you to going go that on. way? Why are you going that way? You know, and, and oftentimes you can hear yourself saying that, you know, why are we going this way? I mean, shoot, that it, it takes long. You know, you are, you're questioning, you know. But you know, Luana, I don't, even as you're talking, I, I hear the, the Lord reminding me. I don't know when you, when's the last time you can recall that you did something that may not have been the plan and, and God showed you his plan for you unfold through it. I just remember I have recently relocated to Georgia and I, I did pray when I moved here. I was like, God, please let me connect with the right people, with, with people that love the Lord, that with friends, you know, just cause you're going to a new place and you don't mm -hmm. know anyone. And, and I took a uh, ski trip. I take a lot of ski trips. I took a ski trip and I remember on one of those social boards for the people that were on the ski trip, somebody was needing a uh, place to stay. And I had an Airbnb. I didn't have a large Airbnb because it was just me, but it was a one bedroom and had a sofa couch. And I was like, well, she can stay in my place, you know, because she didn't have any place to stay. And from that one unusual encounter that wasn't planned in my plan. It was planned in the plan of God. I met people that I have now become acquainted with. And one of them is saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. and, and God, 
basically put those friends that I had prayed for in my life. He put them in my life in the most, I think the most unusual way. He, he did what I would call a detour for me. Like I wasn't planning. It's when you're not planning to go someplace or do something, but you let the Lord direct your steps and you end up in a place where you didn't plan. And then you see the things of God unfold for you. And that's the beauty of the detours in the in the Lord, because he always has a purpose, as you said. And that's what we want to remind you is every detour in God has a godly purpose. Mm. Amen. That's a good story. And then, I, you and know, then, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I was just going to move on to the next. Yes, one. absolutely. You know, and the next one is delays and it's in John, John. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It's in Joshua fifth chapter and sixth verse you want to read that um well i don't i don't want to read it but i just will say what it talks about it talks okay. about the account of the children of israel uh spending 40 40 years 40 years in the wilderness getting to the promised land and the journey was only supposed to be 11 days they spent 39 years 354 days too long getting to where they were supposed to go because of their unbelief and because God had swore you will never this generation that's complained against yeah, they had me, to die off yeah you will never see this promised land so until every last near one of you is gone you will not be crossing into the Canaan land that is that's a powerful statement so all of the rest of the people of Israel, their children and their offspring and the women and everybody else were delayed significantly, 39 years, 354 days, they were delayed. So when I think about it, LJ Renee, when I think stuff is taking <laughs> too long, when I think, man, this is how long is it going to be? I, I read this and I'm like, hmm. It's only been a month. It's only been three months. It's only been seven months. I guess it ain't that big of a delay after all. Well, you know, even if I can back up with just a little bit, I just thought about this, you know, even when, and you know, I, when I retired, um, really, I wasn't even thinking about it until one day I was sitting in, the, and I think I told you this, I was sitting in uh, a meeting with about a thousand people. And uh, I had some questions of the Lord and he reminded me, he says, you know, you will be retiring, won't you? And I never thought about it that way. And then I said, you know, yes, I, now I can see why. Now I can see how I'm getting ready to do this thing because he spoke to me in the midst of all these people. And but yet when I am retired, then there's other things that happens unbeknownst. And so you do get to the point where you're saying, you know, I thought, now, how did this happen? And how am I going to do it? really is a trying of my faith. Mm. And not only is it a trying of my faith, I recognize that there's some things in me that you don't see, you know, until you're faced with the situation. And you see those things. And that's when even the more you begin to uh, trust in God and be confessing before the Lord, you're expecting him to do some things because things just happen that you don't even expect in your life and you can say now wait a minute i'm thought i'm at a point where i can enjoy some things but but it's purposeful it is pur purposeful. purposeful and i do believe that 
while you may be struggling with this situation, what God is doing is working some things out of you and working in his working in working in the passion that God wants you to have for a particular call upon your life. And you, and you probably know, wouldn't have, wouldn't you probably wouldn't even know that until you in that place that you know when the Bible talks about you know I think it was David he said that God put him in a tight place, and so mm-hmm. I think sometimes that's 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 where it is you know. Um, and, and during that delay, the the one prayer I admonish all of us to pray constantly. Even Jesus prayed it for uh, Peter that our faith fell not because Mm -hmm. that was the charge against the children of Israel. They started murmuring and complaining and Mm -hmm. then it led to unbelief and because of their unbelief and that unbelief was birthed in murmuring and complaining. Don't listen. Don't, I don't want to be around people that complain because complaining it, it, it just, it, it like rots your inside. It really does because it, it it doesn't stop with just a complaint. It then moves on to something else and something else and something else. And then you can't even see the forest for the trees. You don't believe anymore. So pray, like Jesus said of, of Peter, I pray that your faith fell not. Pray that your faith through delays and through detours and difficulties, pray, God, don't let my faith fail. Let me trust and believe in spite of everything and because of everything and through everything. Let me never stop believing mm-hmm. in the power. And think about it with Sarah and Abraham, probably even a better example of a delay. When when God promised them that a seed and that the nation right. would be birthed out of them, but it didn't happen forever and ever and ever. So even Sarah was like, you know, go go lay with the concubine because maybe I know what he said, but it ain't happening. And that was unbelief. When you try to do it your way and try to plan around God and help him out because you don't think he's going to do it or he hasn't already done it or you don't think he can do it. And and that's what he says, is anything to matter of fact, didn't Sarah laugh when the angel told yep, her she could do sure and uh, God has to say, is there anything too hard for me? So no matter how, and listen. And you know, uh, the, the, you know what, uh, Twyla, um, yeah, you said, is there anything too hard for him to do? We know that. But in that waiting, mm. you know, and the way me and a friend was talking about that last night, you know, she has some of the same desires of prayers that I, I have. I'm older than she is, of course. So it makes it look, seems like it's, more harder for me but um and, you know I had to talk her through some things and you know um you, you know because if you don't you end up like Sarah did you end up taking a uh, uh, what do they call that taking the, the second best or the third best um some people call it um uh, Esau or I forget how they say it but taking um, instead of waiting on God to do the thing that he said he's going to do, then you try to help him out or you, you, you just do what you want to do basically. And yeah, so we have, yeah. to be, we have to be um, careful with that. And our, our sight has to always be on, but what does God require? And, and what did the Lord say? If yeah, he said, what does the Lord say? If what he does said the Lord it, require? he will do it. If he spoke it, he will bring it to pass. But, but, but what happens when he may not necessarily have said it, 
but the desire is strong. And we ain't talking about no uh but but you but you you know what I'm saying? We're talking about the Bible says that God works in you both the will and to do of his pleasure. That's right. So So if you you are walking in the Lord, your desire is because he gave it to you. So you you have to remember that. Yeah, and you have to believe that. And we were talking about that, is that listen. You know, because people say, well, God, if it's not for me, please take this desire away from me. And, you know, I, I said it the same thing, but it keeps popping back up. And so what we have to do and, you know, you may I, not I don't have pray that prayer, LJ Renee. I don't pray that prayer. You, OK, I'm just saying I but you, but I'm, I just want to give you this because other people may say that thing. And I just want that's to me. Listen, you are walking with the Lord. You're praying daily. You're reading the scriptures. The spirit of God is is in you and directing you. And and it's not if this is not for me, then take. No, God, I have a desire. The Bible says in Philippians 2 and 13, for it is God which works in you, both the will to do and and the ability to do his good pleasure. It's his good pleasure. And he put it in you. He put the desire in you and he gives you the ability to do it. So God, I have a desire to do X. Thank you for the desire and for the ability to accomplish it, period. Don't let the enemy get you into, because it just is a doubtful, it's a, it's, it's, it's speaking, you know, not faith. I don't want to say it's speaking doubt, but it's not. And to be honest with you, it's not, not only that, it's not only, it's not only that faith, but it's, it's that, um, I don't want to face it no more. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to have this because I, I can't, because is it possible right i don't, I don't want to be disappointed i, yeah, I, I yeah. can't stand the rejection of it i can't and so those things and i've heard people even say that and i probably you know have probably said it i thought it one time before but those are the things you have to cast down and and like and i'm saying this because sometimes people think you that you're going to hear audible voice or it's going to be written specifically down or maybe a prophet is going to say something to you and all those things could happen but what happens when you when it's not like that, but yet that desire is so strong in you? And I believe that, that what you were saying, that conversation has to be between you and God in order to be strengthened, to hold on, and to believe that it is possible. And God, for whatever reason, there's a purpose in this. There's a purpose in it. And no matter how long the delay is, if he said it, and when I say said it, any God speaks in many ways. In many if ways. He said it, he will do it. And if he spoke it, he will bring it to pass. I'm saying this to myself too. And then the last thing is difficulties. That's the scriptures that you read. When the when Paul is uh being taken to see Caesar, they're on a uh, they're on a boat and there's a storm. And I mean, a huge storm. This is not a storm that just, you know, the boat's ricketed and rocketing, but the boat, dis- the storm dissolves the boat into little pieces. And, and, and the word of God said, stay in the ship. And it's like, <laughs> what ship? I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, I'm trying to have it's all busted up. I'm trying to stay in the ship, but the ship then broke up. The thing God told you to stay in has dissolved. The, the relationship he told you to stay in, in pieces. seems like it's it has pieces. dissolved. The, yeah. the, the job he told you to stay in seems like it has disappeared. The, the things he tells you to do, what do you do when it dissolves or goes away or doesn't, it's not sustained? 
He said, keep on standing on my word. If I got to come in on broken pieces, that's what that scripture says. He said, they all made it in on some of them on broken pieces. I'm going to mm -hmm. catch a plank. I'm going to catch a board. I'm going to catch a piece of the ship. But he told me to abide in the ship. And when the ship is broken up, just give me a piece of it because I'm going to keep on holding on because he promised that I would not lose my And you life. know what? Even you're talking about that, said, but, but, but it was broken in pieces. But it's like uh, when Paul told Timothy, he said, you wage a good warfare by the prophetic word that was spoken over your life. And so I'm thinking is leaving with that boat, but those little pieces were promises. And if I got to put mm. the piece of the promise in God's face, I, I listen, but you said, it could be that little bitty thing, but you said you were going to do this. You know, and so that I, I think of it and I look at it in, in, in that way, or um, I have this desire and I've, I've asked you about it and you have, you know, you've been faithful and, you know, I'm, I'm going to stand on this. And, you know, what uh, I read in the Passion Translation, I always refer back to Hebrews 11 and it says, because of their faith, they brought out of the unseen and brought it into the, it, it brought it into the scene. Mm. It was like, their faith reached and grabbed it and brought it into the situation, brought it into the scene. If they had not stood, if they had not, it probably would have floated right on away, floated right past them. But no, they grabbed hold of that thing and said, no, no. And whatever that you have, the faith is to bring it from the unseen to the scene. Mm. You know, and, and again, Paul had a word from the Lord and he gave it to those men um, and they didn't quite obey as, as what he had told them to do. But because God had a purpose upon Paul's life and a, and a, uh, a requirement that he get before Caesar and he had told them uh, that he would spare the life of those who traveled in the boat with him uh, so even when they didn't do exactly as he had instructed them, because they should have not, uh, they should have not left when they were anchored down. But because because the man of God was on that ship, and the purpose of God was on that ship, and the destiny uh, of many, 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 many souls would rely upon him going before Caesar, uh, God was merciful. So I also want to say this, we're saying a lot about believing and trusting, and you do need to do those things. Our walk is by faith, but there are going to be times when we don't get it right. There are going to be times when we fall short. And even in our falling short, God is merciful and God is gracious. And you, and, and he will still, uh, he will still save and deliver us if when we don't know what to do, sometimes you put yourself in some bad predicaments, but when you don't know what to do, let your confession and your profession and your declaration be, our eyes are upon you. And I promise you, I promise you this, no matter what circumstance you find yourself in, detoured, delayed, or difficult, if you put your eyes on God, he will always, always be that light that leads you 
to the path out. He said, I'll never put you in a thing without a, without a way of escape. The way of escape is him. He said, I am the way. I am the truth and I am the life. If you put your eyes on him, no matter how deep you've dug in, he will be that way out, that solution, that answer, that hope and that help. So can we pray even now, LJ Renee, for all the people listening that our faith not fail and that even when we mess up, our eyes are on the Lord. And so Father, we just thank you right now as we hold on to the promises, dear Father, that you have spoken unto us, that we believe through faith, dear Father God, that what you've spoken, it shall come to pass. We thank you, Father God, for the open doors that you've given unto us, dear Father, and in the name of Jesus Christ. For those open doors, oftentimes, Father, we walk through them, but there the enemy stands in in our face but father you said dear father don't look at that but to have faith that you've already taken care of those things so whether we are going through a detour a delay uh, a father or difficulties we know that god through faith that we will be brought through so father i pray for each and every person listening in the name of jesus christ of nazareth and that our testimony would be is that i stood and had faith in god and he is one that never fails for your word says god and we believe you said god is there anything too hard for you to do so father we just thank you and bless you right now in the name of jesus christ because no one can bless us like you do continue to lead god and direct us oh father in the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. This has been Twyla Southall and LJ Renee with What Does the Lord Say? Come visit us at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We'd like you to join us for morning prayer. Follow us on Twitter or like us on Facebook. Even see how you can sponsor this show. Again, it's www.whatdoesthelordsay.com.